0: I've got the sports, the sickness, twins
1: in my brain.
0: The last few weeks of the road cycling season are upon us. After a long and exhausting year, the riders and we, Domestique, are fighting to stay fit till the last Italian one day races. And of course, the Tour of Guangxi. Whoever thought there would be a break between the end of the Grand Tour season and the final Italian Classics was wrong. Sunday, the 24th of September, I was watching our Belgian football classical on the television. My phone, ping, ping, ping. Jimbo Wisma working on a merger with Sudal Quickstep. Wait, what? Impossible, no. Since then, thousands of articles have been written, hundreds of different scenarios have been leaked, and several podcasts have talked about this topic. Domestique remained silent till now. I'm here once again joined by Bram, certainly one of our most loyal domestics at this point. Hi Bram, how are you?
1: Good evening. I'm doing well. <laughs> uh it's a it's a very uh challenging topic to talk about. A lot of uh complexities on it. So I'm ready.
0: How did you fill in your time between the Velta and now?
1: Uh I've been sick, so that's been great. Uh and also just uh well uh, Doing catching up on some work because during the Vuelta, you know, uh, there was a, a little bit of slacking off, but uh, now I'm, I'm back up to speed and uh, we're kind of ready to dive into the off season, but there's still some other things to do first.
0: No further introduction needed. Let's dive right into it, shall we? An important note before we start discussing. Everything we say or think is based on articles seen in the media. So don't kill us. Don't be mad at us. It's all from articles and other stuff. So the general thought of the ID, the merger, did you believe it when you saw the first messages come out?
1: I mean, considering the uh, the source that, uh, well, Reveal and Raymond Kerkhofs, that's a very believable source. Uh, he usually knows what he's talking about. Uh, I, I tend to believe everything he says. Um, the The article itself it doesn't specify any of his sources. So it's completely unclear where he gets his information from. So that kind of makes it like, is it real? Is it not? I I, I find it at that time, I found it kind of challenging, but just purely because of who wrote it, I took it seriously.
0: Yeah. I I had the same thought. Like the story was written in a very good way. And it was like um, very believable. But then we were looking at sources and it was like anonymous or nobody really know how that info got to Willifletts. But there was already a lot of information about team structure, et cetera. Like particularly, favorite would be some sort of chairman in a, in a committee within the team and Plugger would be um, DS or team manager and yeah. Zeman head of performance head coach. Yeah. So that was quite a lot of details known about the structure. It was already like, move has, the move has done. We will have a Sudal visma or visma Sudal in 2024 when I saw that article.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a surprising part where there is such uh, intricate detail about uh, a team structure, which in a negotiation, that's like afterthoughts really. Uh, but somehow they're already in there um, so that really made it concrete and like okay this is for soon then uh, but uh, it did say that uh, the, the deal would be signed soon But since well it, we've now three days further we haven't heard any news and uh, kind of both parties are saying well there's nothing really going on or since,
0: yeah since then social media exploded a lot of negative comments about it not a lot of positives one we have to be honest no. and then today uh, the 27th of september um there were rumors that jumbo visma and specialized were seen in a hotel uh, to negotiate a, a deal maybe and um, because jumbo visma is riding on sevilla bikes and sudal quick step is riding on specialized bikes um, so that's a rumor. And the other rumor was that Patrick Lefebvre was spotted at the Jumbo Visma service coach on Monday. But that seems to be false, according to the Mr. Patrick Lefebvre himself, as he tweeted it in his own fashion, saying it's total crap. But the Jumbo Visma specialized rumor, he didn't. Say anything about that, and it was in the same tweet he quoted, so that might be a
1: hint. I mean, he also might not be at that meeting. First of all, like it, the the rumors are uh, from a tweet that uh, said, "Guys uh, from Yumbo visma Specialized, if you're having a meeting, maybe don't wear big logos on your shirts." Um, like there were no pictures. There was uh, that was just that was the origin of that rumor. Is that the most believable f- rumor? I don't know. That could just like the that could just be someone having fun on the internet. Could be a troll. Like there's who you how do you know that you know that person was there and the people having those meetings actually were there as well. Um but it is just it's um uh, just goes on to the rumor mill.
0: Like some people were actually looking for a reason why they would uh, the team would come together, and one of the reasons was they would close the gap. They want to close the gap financially on the market leaders. And um, Ineos uh, UAE, actually, the teams who are sponsored by um, yeah, the Arabic countries, the oil um, states. Um, we have Jacob Alula as well, who's pushing um, a lot more money into the team for 2024. Mm-hmm. we have a movie star uh, where some um, oil state is getting into as well as they want to take over the full uh, telephone company movie star um, in a couple of years so that's the reason why they would merge and they want to fight against the saudi money that reaches pro cycling what do you think of
1: that I mean, I fully understand that, that idea. Um, with Yumbo also leaving as a sponsor, uh, they said at the end of next year, but if possible, they would want to leave sooner. Yumbo um, Vesma does need to find a new title sponsor. Uh, I find it really difficult to believe that they haven't been able to do that after winning three grand tours in a season. Like, they've dominated this year but somehow they're not able to find a title sponsor in Europe um or side of it for that matter but i do think that they they want to uh, keep their european identity it's kind of it's also part of the argumentation in the wilderness article about why the merger would happen it would become a, a benelux team although i don't know where the lux comes from in that and it's kind of like the the the, the Tour of the Benelux, which never went through Luxembourg. Um, Different topic. Um, uh, But yeah, considering the the budgets, Jumbo has always said that they have a lower budget than those teams. Um, And every time there's numbers uh, produced, it does seem that way. But they're able to compete with and kind of slaughter those teams anyway. I I don't believe
0: that part of the story is single, bit. You have... A old Van Art in the team, a Primoz Roglic, Jonas Viniga, a Sepp Kuss, who is a luxury domestique, will earn quite a bit of money as well. Those guys aren't riding in a team for 20 20 euros a week. Those guys are earning a lot of money in the pro cycling world. In comparison to the to the football world, it's nothing. Don't understand me wrong. Looking at pro cycling, it's impossible that those guys don't earn a lot of money. They brought in Dylan van Barle as well in 2023. You have to know he won Paris-Roubaix in 2022. So get someone like van Baarle in the team after he won Paris-Roubaix that same year. That's gonna be quite expensive as well. So. They always say the gap between us and Ineos UAE is very big. But I have my doubts about that, to be honest. Uh,
1: I think it's smaller than is reported, but I do still th- think there is a gap. Um, I think there there's a lot of writers that just want to write for Yumbo and might just take a little bit less compared to a deal with, with UAE or Ineos. Um, but for example, if you're a writer for Yumbo, I don't think you have to do stuff like sponsorship deals. Like you have to show up in advertisement. Every other team does that. Uh, or well, uh, at least all of the, the, the bigger commercial teams uh, that are not state sponsored uh, have to do certain uh, sponsorship deals. Uh, but I don't think I've, I've seen a Yumbo writer uh, in a, in an ad for anything.
0: Um, me neither. I, Remember Remco pull and the Pizza hit.
1: But that's his personal sponsor.
0: Yeah, that's his personal sponsor. So, no. Uh, and Red Bull is the personal sponsor of vote as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, a good good topic. You're talking about a good point. Um, a merger. Like, everything we, we know right now, is it a real merger or is it a takeover?
1: Oh, it's, a, it's definitely a takeover. Uh, I think Yumbo just wants... Wants a couple of the writers, uh and the sponsor. Really they want Sudal uh to be there. Cause I think in uh during the tour, uh the, the Sudal um, executives said in an interview that uh they didn't care if Remco was was there or not in their team. Uh they they just wanted to uh have well a big present in the sport. So that kind of signaled to um, to Plüge and, and Zeeman, like, okay, these guys don't really care if Remco is there or not. We can just find and post it. Um, but, yeah, I, I think for, for Plüge and Zemon, so Jan side, it's really about the money. Um, in terms of the riders, if they can get Remco, great. Uh, does Remco want to go with them? I doubt it. Um, but... Who else from from Quickstep would Jumbo really really like to have? I I, I have my doubts. Yeah. Like they so, already have such a strong team. Like which writers from the the Sudal Quickstep Classics team would you say? Well, those guys could really help watch van Aert to win a classic.
0: I have yeah I looked at the the roster from Sudal Quickstep um, yesterday. And I looked at the squad, maybe an Osgreen. He can be a vital guy within the Jimbo squad, but who you take out.
1: You already have some, someone like von Baerle, same profile. Yeah. That's
0: true. But it's quite weird because I investigated a little bit um, and I looked at the, the writers agents yesterday from who uh under contract on the rich agent um and there was um an agent a group of uh, an agency yep. an agency yeah that uh had four or five uh sudal quick step riders in their wallet mm-hmm. and all those guys were already taken out of the sudal quick step team so I don't know if it's a coincidence or not. It can be a coincidence, of course. But it's quite weird that every Sudol Quickstep rider that they had was out of that team before the rumor came out.
1: So I, I think this know. was a SEG Racing. Yeah. Yes, um, it, it's also the the agency that is that is representing the most athletes out of them all. It's the biggest one. So if I think any agency would sort of catch up on rumors, it might have indeed those guys um so it's it's definitely an interesting thing that they t- took all their writers out uh but considering who the writers were like you have a stan van tricht who i do think deserves to be somewhere else and then quicksup sir deserves to have a little bit of a, his own chances um and i think they had Dave nance who quit uh, who um retired and Jakobsen as well in there um who obviously was gonna leave because uh with Remco going to the tour next year, Jakobsen <laughs> needs to find another place.
0: Yeah, uh, We're looking into the riders of Sudal now. We have Ala Philippe. Probably a lot of French teams are willing to take him in. And pay him um, pretty well. And then we have actually the, the Evenepoel squad, the Evenepoel train with Fervaker, uh with Knox, all those guys. Um And I I read an article that a lot of teams, pro cycling teams, are keeping some spots open on their roster for next season because they know something might be up.
1: Well, definitely not Little Trek.
0: Yeah, not Little Trek because they had a lot of money to buy without them. But there are quite a lot of squads who have a couple of spots left. Um, Ineos has quite a bit. Movie Startup only has seven or eight um, confirmed at this point, yeah. um, so a lot of things will change. I think in the the next weeks.
1: Yeah, what confuses me the most about that is that both Yambofizma and Sudol QuickSup have signed writers for 2024. Um, since apparently they start having these talks in in July. Um, only well, a few weeks ago we had transfer announcements of uh, mainly uh, from dev teams to the main team because both those teams, of course, have very established and, and well-functioning Devo teams. Um, so like, why sign more writers when you know you have to downsize and merge? That is is the most confusing to me. Like, that's sort of signals to me that it's not happening for 2024 because um, like, both of those teams bloated their team size and now they have to downsize why would you do that unless you're malicious
0: yeah it's like Alonda was contracted by he signed for two years so for 2024 and 2025 they signed uh, Lamperty from Trinity Racing as well um, the guy is very young, very talented, um, and he signed for two years as well. So, that are both two-year contracts. And besides that, they brought in some Devo guys, like you said, uh, Jordi Wardlop, uh, William Leclerc, uh, Helders van Heluwe and Eiko Bastians, the Devo guy from Alpes in the Queen. That's still the weirdest transfer so far this season. Um, yeah. But, they brought in Landa to strengthen the mountain train for Remco to go to the Tour in 2024 with Sudal Kickstep. Yeah. Then Jumbo Vizma brought in a lot of Devo guys as well um, with um, Stone Mithet, uh, Perstrand Hagenes and Lou van Bale. But they signed Ben Tullet, uh one of the biggest British talents and um, still very young. And Matteo Jorgensen. The guy was a leader in Movistar and decided to go do Jimbo Visma um, because the structure around it was better, um, nutrition, training camps, etc. So they traded a lot with their own Devo team, but they both signed quite some big names with Jorgensen on the one side and London on the other side. So... Mm-hmm. That creates that they have 27 riders in Jimbo-Visma for 2024 and Quick Quickstep 23 for 2024. Combined, that's 50 riders and only 30 are allowed in a team. Mm-hmm. So that's possibly 20 riders who were up for grabs for other teams.
1: Yeah, this is where I, I don't see this as possible because to absolve, like, uh, if... Uh, um, so basically, first, we have to look at which UCI World Tour license gets used because they are then the paying agent. And the team that stops existing stops becoming uh, the paying agent and the writers of that team, their contracts are basically void and they can look elsewhere uh, or they can join the new team. Um, what makes most sense is to dissolve that uh, Quickstep there. But that means only three writers would be allowed to carry over and the other 20 would be gone. So you've signed, I think they've signed seven writers th- this, uh, this transfer season already. Uh, so the quick set. So if only three out of the t- 23 can eight. get uh, eight. Um, so yeah, all of those guys are probably well screwed if this happens. So basically, a lot of people are screwed if this happens for 2024. But that's why I really hope that it doesn't happen for 2024. If it happens for 2025, it's still gonna be a bloodbath for a lot of staff as well, because you already you have two complete staff groups, you don't need that because you, you're not going up in, in your writer count. Um so like if it's for 2024, which four writers of Sudal Quicksub do you want to take? You want Remco, but is he gonna?
0: Remco is not is, isn't going. I I don't believe that a single second, and it might be a little bit controversial. But even a pool and vinegar in a team is impossible with the ambitions the boat riders have. They both want to go to the tour, and they both want to win the tour, even if Vinigard have won it five times you want to get it. it's a sixth time i don't
1: yeah. see that happen uh yeah but yeah but Vizma has gone through the tour before with multiple leaders uh, they've done it with go and Roglic um and at that time won it of course Roglic had to sort of crash out um which he tends to do um but it's so weird
0: because so we're talking now about Vinigo um, and even a pool as main leaders then you have a floating Roglic uh around that but then you have a stone who's twenty year 21 years old he won the Giro next gen this year um he's named as one of the, the the big young talents uh coming on pro level then we have like yeah the young guys are coming as well and stonemitted is Three years younger than Ramco, So that creates a lot of... Yeah, I don't see it happening, sorry. And he's brought into the team for three years. So uh, it's so weird, to be honest. It's so weird to talk about. And we know nothing actually about what's going to happen. And that's the biggest issue about this. And yeah, mm-hmm. we have a lot of questions. What about the uh, Sudol staff? The Sudol Raiders, the Jumbo, will have questions as well. I have no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, if the goal is to bring Remco, then you need to also bring uh, someone like Klaas Ludovic or Bramati because they are basically always his DS. I think Klaas Ludovic especially. Um, If you don't bring him, I don't think Remco comes. (laughs) uh mm-hmm. and then of course you you have his well his Swaneurs years and, well. and
0: that's the promise Ineos made a couple of weeks ago Remco can take his full staff with him to Ineos so his uh for example other guys who are yeah trustee of uh, of Evenepoel then you have a Lodeweke Bramati his uh soigneurs. so I If it happens, I don't see Remco uh, right for the team.
1: No, and, and then there's, of course, Specialized, which apparently there was a meeting with today. Um, I, I think that is very important for Remco. He's always said that. Uh, he loves writing on Specialized. Um, so if there was a meeting earlier today uh, between Yumbo and Specialized, I, I do think that signifies that getting Remco into the team would be important. Um, but but even if we just look at bigger picture stuff, I don't think this would be good for the sport at all. Uh, I think we'd be, I think we're, we're already looking at a, a Jumbo Visma that has been dominant all season in the Grand Tours, uh, in the Classics, they have some, some catching up to do, but I don't think you can do that with a stronger team. To be honest, I think you, you just have talents like uh, Mathieu van der Poel and Tadej Pogacar, who on one-day races, m- nearly impossible to beat. Uh, so I don't think you can use a, a stronger team there. Oh, in, yeah.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Uh, in in a three-week race, you can use a stronger team because day in the, uh day after day, you can just fatigue uh your opponents and add kilojoules and and that's what they did this year to um to the at the tour so that there it works but i don't see how with a stronger team they're gonna win more races
0: if it happens how does it change the cycling landscape
1: uh well (laughs) a lot uh you have uh, a world tour license up for grabs uh, which instantly one of the, the current pro tour teams uh, will want to grab and, and buy um, but just looking at uh, the grand tours uh, you're going to have a team that is even more dominant um, does that result in extra investment from the, the Saudi countries to, to go up against that even more and sort of create an arms race uh i could see that happening where they actually doubled down on those investments uh, and then you're going to have three or four super teams and all the other teams are are really going to struggle to even get stage wins
0: yeah I, i'm not very happy if it happens the i think cycling will change and will go into a different direction mm-hmm. if the merger happens as we expect it's gonna be at some point. Um, those state-sponsored countries will pump a lot more money into cycling, like it's doing with football right now. Um, we see all those top talent, guy or talent, those superstars going to the Saudi League. Uh, with all due respect, but the level, the performance level of that league. Is nowhere in comparison to the Europe, European leagues like England, like Spain. So it's, I don't know what happened there, but it's like I'm talking about the oil states right now. They decided since last year they want to put a lot of money in sports in general.
1: Um, it, it's part of the campaign by, um, uh, I forgot the the name of the, uh, the Sadie King um, but yeah it's part of a sports watching campaign that uh, he's said that he will continue to do uh, because well it's good for his country um, and yeah uh, I don't think it's good for the sport um, and when you're talking about football and getting all the talents there it will lift the the level of that league over time uh, but at the same time it, then they need to actually build up sustainable uh, development centers so they can actually train up their own youth. I don't think that's happening, and I don't think that's happening with with cycling teams as well. I don't uh, believe that UAE is currently setting up a a development team specialized for uh, talents from the the UAE, uh, which I, I kind of think if you're uh, a state sponsor, you should do. Like in in Belgium, we have Landeres well, Balvaz who uh, Top Sports Vlaanderen is like sponsoring that team to bring Flemish talents to the, the top of the sport. Uh, if you're a state-sponsored team, I, I feel like it's kind of your duty to do that.
0: Now, what do you prefer? There were talks uh, between Gigo Visma and Neon City as well, if I recall correctly, and somewhere around the Tour de France. That's mm-hmm. uh, Do you prefer them to jump, jump ship towards that part as well? Or do you like more the idea of getting Sudal into Visma, Jumbo Visma and sell it as a Benelux team?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, that's a very difficult question because neither is a, is a good scenario. Um, it has to be one of the two at this point.
0: Yeah. We know uh, it's... I,
1: then I personally would prefer that they would go with, with something like Nam. Because uh, then at least like the 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 Quickstep identity remains saved. Um, like Quickstep is a team with such a history in sport um, that if they merge and Quickstep would fall away as a title sponsor, that is, yeah, that that would be. I I would never have seen that before in sport. Uh, I've been watching cycling for twenty years uh so was a, a young boy so yeah they've just always been there uh, and to to see them absolved into what used to be Rabobank that's it, just a while to think about
0: yeah I saw um, an article from Luan Brunil as well um talking about team mergers it happened um back then as well with team Leopard if I recall correctly and Radio Shack. Um, and that didn't turn out well, according to Brunil. He said, like the brothers Schleck and Cancellara just yeah, said what they wanted and it was fixed. So he always says, he said, this isn't good for the sport, but it's all, it's not, it's good, it isn't good for the sport in general that it should happen. That's his opinion yeah, I mean- about this.
1: With any business merger, you have to merge cultures. And I think the the team cultures of Jambo Visma and QuickSup basically couldn't be further apart. Yes, they're both professional teams, but they're professional in very different ways. They they go about communication very differently. They go about uh, just how they talk about their writers very differently. You have a, a particular favorite who is clearly not afraid to, to speak his mind about his writers, if they're not performing. Uh, I don't think uh, someone like Plüge would ever say such a thing. How would they ever get along uh, inside of a, a board meeting room? I don't know. And then you have the performance staff, which clearly also differs quite a bit in their approach. How do those cultures meet? Like doing that would. I think some business consultants would love that because they would get quite a big paycheck um, if they need to try and solve that. I think it's it's impossible.
0: Yes, um, a lot has been talked about already. I think we we said everything we knew at this point in, in time. We might uh, end up this episode with the joke of the week I'm brought to you by Jorian Thomas. Do you recall what it what it was?
1: Uh, it was something about uh, <laughs> uh hating jumbo, jumbo hating Avenapool. uh, yeah. and that uh, like Roglic uh, doesn't. You, like... Should,
0: you yeah, he said you should know what Roglic Roglic sa- says about Remco. Yeah, so and then that, that completely blew up on social media. Like, oh yeah, G is talking the truth. It's uh this is why we love him, love him. And then uh, I saw a tweet from the man himself um laughing with uh with Rose saying uh, that they have to be more clear when they uh tell a joke. But was it a joke? Fully one hundred percent a joke? I don't know. It's it I listened to that part in the in the interview and what's occurring in their podcast, and it's Came out of him so smoothly, without thinking, without even laughing a second. It was just like,
1: doo, doo. "That's it." Yeah. Every they say that every good joke has a kernel of truth in it. Uh, yeah, I think here what Roglic has to say about Remco, I think that is a joke. Because I think Roglic is a very restrained person in what he says. Uh, Remco not liking. Yumbo like I just think that if you're in a competitive environment you're not meant to like your competitors. So obviously he's he's not going to love them right now. Doesn't mean that he'll he can never be in that team. Uh but you're not meant to like your competitors. <laughs> yeah. I
0: loved the, the last bit about it. He said I don't want to start rumors, but I'm just saying. <laughs> That's like, all right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, did you forget anything today? Maybe a little bit about the, the Devo team, women's team. We, yeah. How will that turn out? Because there was an, a, a press release an hour ago from Jumbo Visma, two hours ago, when, um, saying that the roster for 2024 is ready. Jos um, yeah. van Amden will be coach in the women's team from Jumbo Visma. Um, and they are ready for 2024.
1: Yeah, that's where it gets a little bit complicated because if if yumbo falls away as a sponsor for that team as well they obviously need to find a new sponsor I think if the men's teams merge um it doesn't necessarily mean that the women's team need to merge as well because clearly their their structure is is quite separated they work on different licenses as well um and especially at uh, the all quick side I think uh, aki insurance uh sudal they have very different structures uh, even some, some different sponsors um, so I think those can keep existing as they are but like if those were to merge as well it's a cycling bloodbath that I don't think there, there's so many careers that would be lost uh, if that happens um, and it would be such a shame with, with the Devo teams like just Keep them both. Like there is no reason to to cut the, the amount of teams that are developing writers. It would make no sense.
0: Yep, I I have to agree with that one. Um, I don't want to add anything on that. Um, I think we can conclude there were a lot of questions. Um, we know almost nothing about what's going on behind doors. This info leaked and it shouldn't have been leaked and it isn't really beneficial for the the negotiations um, in my opinion Um, and it's a lot of uncertainty for a lot of people involved um let's hope we get some more information about this in the next couple of weeks and that everybody can keep their work um as they are doing right now in 2023 and they can keep on doing it in 2024. And if it happens in 2025, that they are alerted soon enough so they can start looking for the job elsewhere.
1: Yeah, totally agree.
0: And now it's up to you to uh, get the outro done.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, that's a wrap for today's Domestic Cycling Podcast. A big thank you to our audience for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, consider supporting us on Ko-Fi or X. And if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe and turn on notifications. We appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.
0: See you later. I've got the spores, the sickness.